welcome to The Way of Godly Men, where our aim is to help men think deeply about masculinity, life, and culture from a Christian perspective. This is part two of The Prayer Life. Enjoy the show. Right, so, um, yeah, because I remember, uh, like you said, whatever helps you, and I, and I know I'm going to get flack, some people, you know, but... For instance, there's certain songs I grew up on in you know my Christian walk that theologically eh, questionable, but when I put these music on, I have a playlist. It gets me in that mode of worshiping God, of 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 aligning my heart to want to pray. And it's weird. I I listen to this because I'm one of those music guys, praying guys. I am that, you know. So when I'm in my my time. I put a little music and again, you know, they're not bad songs. They're just theologically wonky a little bit. Well, if they're theologically wonky, how's that not bad? Well, for me, again, because it still helps me remind. I don't know how to help you if you say Jesus is the devil and you keep singing. <sighs> okay, it. so it's not it's not that <laughs> theologically wonky. It's, it's, okay. it's not that. It's more, you know. Change the words. I get, Okay, so I guess I would say it's more... <laughs> It's more on the on the on the like the Hillsong man centered. I'm not saying I listen to Hillsong, but give that impression of, you know, God bless me, you know, um, help me, which is again not bad, but it's not like the most exalting like God centered is about Christ and it's still Christian songs like, but I like it, I wouldn't see it in corporate right, but they when I listen to them, it's something about them that just reminds me about God and it. It draws my heart to God because they're still talking about God. That's what I'm saying. And the reason I said that because, like, I know people that they will not listen to Hillsong, period, anything. Just because they have some bad song, even if it's a good song, they won't listen to it. And that's, hey, everybody on their own thing, that's fine. But I'm not that guy. I'm the type of guy that, like, for instance, um, like, I'd rather have Noah and Jonah, right, like, uh, uh, listen to a Hillsong song than what I used to for instance I'm not a lyric guy so this is the problem um I like melody and, and music that's my thing right so if you could hook me with the way it sounds I don't care about the lyrics <laughs> not everybody's like that I, I've learned pastor because my wife's not like that my wife is all about the lyrics and then my son is all about the lyrics so I'll listen to some songs that you're talking secular music right now. Yeah, exactly. Correct? You're not yes. talking about what you should sing in church. Yeah, no. Moment. So that's what I'm saying. So because of my taste of growing up that I, I don't get affected by the lyrics, yeah. what happened was I, I would listen to that in the car with my boys. So I'd rather have them listen to, again, Hillsong than the stuff I was listening to because they listen to lyrics. Oh, I'd rather have my kids listen to Led Zeppelin. Well, there you go. You know, um, yeah, so... But but that's what I'm saying. Like some of my stuff growing up, Pastor, like especially the hip hop rap, very it's very like about drugs and stuff like that. So I, it was like eh, whatever. But then when Noah started repeating some words, I'm like, all right, well I gotta change this oh, because okay. you got a problem there. Yeah, yeah. that's ex exactly. So I had, but that's what I'm trying to say. Everybody's different. So but I had to learn. Hey, around my kids, I rather fall on uh, maybe that Hillsong, not the most theologically correct all the way but it's still a safer song for his hearing 
That's an interesting conversation. Maybe not. Yeah, I maybe mean, not. maybe I'm not, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I, I hear people once in a while say, well, at least they're going to church. Right. And then when they I, they tell me about this radically man centered church. Mm. Uh, yeah. Th- that is radically seeker sensitive. Yeah. They give it. They, they do, the gospel really isn't there, mm-hmm. but Jesus is mentioned, and they think they're getting yeah. the gospel. I would prefer they just go surfing on Sunday morning. Right, right. I got you, and and, and and continue to pray for them, and 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 God, just because there's something about the danger of polluting mm. the the most precious reality yeah. that we have, who is God Himself in the message. Of the gospel, gotcha. so there's a way in which I just just go full board world, mm-hmm. and let's keep the gospel clear and yeah. not think you're getting it in a false church yeah. of seeker sensitiveness and gospel light, because that, that's like it. That's like getting vaccinated for the COVID, which is pretending you're getting it right. so that you don't get it. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to them. Yeah. So many times, if it's the okay, so. Let me not give you a taste of horrible Christianity through yeah. music. I'd rather just, you know, listen to all the great stuff that was all, most of it was written before 1980. But anyway. So, okay. Let me clarify. So I'm talking <laughs> about, hold on. This is what I'm talking about. Hold on. Because I do listen to like Coldplay, U2 and all that. And I don't mind. What I'm talking about was there's playlists I have. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like. Those songs that I was telling you about that I like and draws me, I like to listen to those in the car sometimes to like, oh, you know, give me like if I'm coming to church, I'll put a playlist. So that's what I mean. Like I'd rather have him listen. It's okay that, you know, I'll talk about the theology differences, but I'm just saying rather than the other stuff I tr- I listen to where the harder stuff. But no, when it comes to like, uh, you know, kind of clean let you know, I don't mind that stuff like around him. It's just the one that like straight up cursing. That's what I'm talking about. That's, oh, yes. No, that's, that's what I'm good. talking. That's what I'm talking about. I said, that's why I said rap. I said it right. Hip hop. That's what I'm talking about. My hip, old hip hop stuff that I listen to is very, very druggy. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. Right. I'm not talking about Coldplay and what have you, Maroon 5, whatever you listen to. Okay. Like, um, that's what I was talking about to clarify. Cause if Pastor Joe didn't get it, most people probably think, what? I like so nah man, I'd be rocking with good music. I don't care. Whatever is good is good. That's what I listen to. So I got you. Yeah, I got you. All okay. right. If, 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 I was just clearing, yeah. If Highway to Hell comes on the radio or something like that, I don't listen to that one. Exactly. I don't want my kids listen because there's a way in which Exactly that, and that's what I'm trying to that was that's literally what I'm just saying because I know people that were like, Oh, I'd rather have them listen to that because I could correct them and all that. And, and but if they hear Hillsong, they'll think a wrong version of Jesus. I'm like, bro, I mean, but that's better than the others. That's what I was, I was completely talking about that exclusively. Okay, right? you're off the hook. All right. Relax. I was going to say, because you know me, Pastor, I be listening. Uh, who's the music man when we're hanging out? You're the music guy. Yeah, that's right. So I, I put guy. the stuff you like. Yeah. And your stuff you like is that, you know, 60s, 70s, 50s. You know, I could put Beatles or I could put Led Zeppelin. I could put Jimi Hendrix, right? All that. Yeah, I never did like Hendrix that much. But hey, he was in that Pink, playlist, you and you were Pink yours, Floyd in there. Pink Floyd you in there. Should have the Eagles in there. Exactly. Keep going on. So, you know, yeah. So, yeah, not to go on a tangent, <laughs> but that's the whole point. Where it's like, 
I'm just saying, like, I pick my battles, basically, you know, and it's like, I, I don't, I think it's not doing as much harm sometimes, um, because I think those are opportunities where you could, like, if I hear a song, there's certain songs, I'm like, man, you know, that's not right. I could use that as an opportunity to talk about, and you see how he said that Jesus is this, or, sure, you know, so I use those as an opportunity, right? Because, again, some of the songs that are in my playlist, that gives me my heart right with God, so it helps me. Hey, I don't know what to tell you. you well, know? that was a tangent. Yeah, it was. So, all right. Well, th- thank you for sticking around, guys. So, anyways, Pastor, <laughs> let's say, uh, what would you talk to? What would you say to a person who, um, maybe some practical tips? And I think you kind of alluded to it, but um, somebody's like, man, I, I really struggle with prayer. I just, it's hard for me to pray. I I want to be a better prayer. I want to be one of those, uh, you know, faithful people that you know love the lord and in that i pray to god like i would start with what is it about you that does not like to be with god mm. consciously in communion pouring out your own heart even sinful aspects of your heart openness honesty is there something about you that doesn't really want to 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 sit there to be there to to walk or however you would be praying in the presence of God do you, do you in the conscious presence of God mm. or practicing the presence of God i would probably start there and see if that's their problem right if that's their problem that's a deep problem right and therefore all the more when any of us we feel that we should bring that to God. God, mm. I do not feel like being in your presence. I feel like having my conscious thoughts in mind be far away from you right now, mm. elsewhere. Now, if you claim to be a Christian, what we should add to that, as we're being honest, which is always be honest, mm-hmm. is God, I don't like that. That's wrong. That's sinful. Help me mm-hmm. and give him time. Yeah. Wait upon the Lord. Yeah. Wait upon the Lord. Open up the scripture. Because you're thinking, but what is God saying to me? Open your Bible. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying to you. Yeah. Open it up. Open up the Psalms. Open up the Gospel of Luke. Right. Open open up Paul, Romans. Read and pray. Pray and read. Hmm. So when you're struggling with prayer, this is why quiet time is like this. Uh, at, again, there's a cultural thing, right? My wife, she uses that term. It's a, it's a quiet time. It, this is prayer time and Bible time. It's Bible time and mm-hmm. prayer time. And so here's what I would say to that person. Okay, on a discipline of prayer, it's like you want, say you want to pray every morning before you start your day, mm-hmm. leave the house or whatever you do. Have enough time. Okay, four minutes is not enough time. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes is probably not enough time Mm -hmm. 30 minutes an hour yeah okay and so it's like man you open up in prayer good morning lord and and i love you and i thank you so much for for jesus in my life and you dwell within me now 
And then you feel like, I have nothing else to say. Okay, now pick up where your Bible reading left off or however you're doing your Bible reading. Mm. And within eight, nine, ten minutes, how often, notice, if you just do practice it for a month, how often you found yourself praying again, you never even thought it's time to pray. Mm. You'll be reading something from the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul to you. Or, or Jesus in in one of his mass crowd preachings. Or, or the book of the law. And you'll find yourself being convicted. That's the work of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you'll find yourself, while you're reading, all of a sudden pausing and stopping and praying. Yeah. The Word of God and your communion with God. You saying to God and God saying to you through the Word. That would be, the, I guess, the first... Right. The first piece of advice I would give if you're struggling and praying. And, 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 and give yourself grace. Some days will go great. Other days won't go so great. Some days you'll sit there. I, I had 45 minutes and I still feel like my heart and my mind are so wandering everywhere. Mm. Like the laundry needs to get done. Or what am I going to do in the office when I get there? Or right. I can't wait for my favorite football team to be playing. And who's going to be starting? And, and your mind's doing all that. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. Just keep going, God. Just You recognize, you be open and honest with that. And you find the next day, it's like, oh my gosh. It's like... If you look back, it felt like the Holy Spirit just overtook me. Mm. And and most of all those other things in the world were just kind of like erased. They weren't mm. there. And I, it was such a lovely time with the Lord. Okay, yeah. That's the normal Christian life, these ups and these downs. Ups and downs. Let me just say, that's why earlier, when we have, we've been talking about prayer, Alex, there was one thing when you mentioned just like spontaneous prayer wherever you're at, as opposed to scheduled prayer mm-hmm. on praying or having quiet time, Bible reading and prayer. That's why that, that second one scheduled becomes very important. Mm. If you just wait, then you're just going to be tossed by the wind in, in your emotions, in your life, in your focus, in your communion with God. But no, this is what we do. And then you and then yes, sometimes I was it was so wonderful. I felt so energized by my communion with the Lord and mm. what he's doing in my life. And not only and then and, and it brought in Thanksgiving, it brought in petitionary prayer that you might not even had a list in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and for others, and it opened up your heart with that brother or that sister that you have some bitterness toward and you yeah. pray oh. God, help me. And you know, let me pray for the Lord. Would you please, whatever they're struggling with in, in the relationship with me, do that. Wonderful day. Wonderful yeah. three days in a row. And then you have those other days. Mm. But you know what? You're coming back again tomorrow. Yeah. And you're coming back again tomorrow because you, that's what you do. Right. That's what you do as a believer. Mm. That's why that's important. Right. And, and I'll, um, you kind of alluded to it, but just to be more specific on. So, for instance, I. Like reading scripture, like reading, you know, what Jesus says in Matthew, right? Like our Father who art in heaven, right? Um, reading the value of the vision, right? Like praying that out loud. All those Which all are those, Puritan prayers or prayers from back in the 1600s, right. some in the 1700s. So my ri- question was, is that something, I think, and I think your answer will be yes, but I want to make sure, uh, is that something that can help somebody, you know, as, as you know, in... in like, man, God, I don't, I don't have much. Like, 
my heart, I feel a certain way, but the words are not coming out. And that could be like a useful tool, right, to to open up scripture and to read a psalm of crying out to God, right? Or or read a, a prayer book that is, is, is expressing, like, man, this, these words are what I feel. So let me read it. Let me let me let me pray as if it was from me, right? Those are are those helpful, right? You would say, because I, you know, I know some people that would be like, yeah, that's not prayer. That's not praying. You have to pray. Like, like, like. No, I I think I could read scripture and pray with that and use that to 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 go to God. How is it? How would you, how is that not prayer? I I pastor man, you how know. How is that not prayer? I, I don't know, man. You have not been around. Evidently not. <laughs> Some people are weird, pastor, or not even. Maybe they don't do it purposely, but it's not like you don't hear it. You don't hear that. Like I growing up, I didn't hear that. Right, I was not exposed to that until I started going to like Calvary Chapel and stuff. That I start, I would see people like. Hey, we're gonna pray, and they would say, "Oh, I want to read a prayer, like in a in a, in a group, right?" And they they wanted to pray, and then they open up a, a Valley of Division, and they'll they'll read it out, and it's a prayer. And I'm thinking, "Wow, that was a good prayer," and I felt that, but that's what I'm saying. It was just it's not there. It wasn't really sadly, you know what I mean? So look, yeah, I did. So the answer is, oh goodness gracious, we have a prayer book in the Bible. Mm-hmm. In a songbook, song, yeah. In most of the songs of prayers, right. So, by definition, the Lord has given that mm-hmm. to His people to help us pray. I mean, for instance, if you you take the Psalms, one way the Psalms will help us pray is that what happens is we get so religious or legalistic or unreal that we think. This is the, and this is the biggest mistake to make. But look, everyone deals with it mm-hmm. as if oh God doesn't know everything. But intellectually, you know that God is yeah, omniscient. Exactly. Yeah, Pour out your heart. Right. Read the psalmist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're they're bewildered by God's acts. Mm. Lord, what is happening yeah, here? Right. Yeah. It looks like the evil were getting, and I feel that. Yeah. That what that does because more than the even the other prayer books when you go first to the scripture. That's inspired by the Holy Spirit. Right. It's saying, here's models mm-hmm. for praying. Right. Open up your heart. Be angry in prayer sometimes. Be frustrated in prayer sometimes. Be thankful in prayer most of the time. Yeah. Be okay. Open up and be honest. But this is remember what we said earlier. Prayer is not about changing God's will. Right. It's about God changing. Your will. Yes, sir. Your will. Mm-hmm. So the psalm book or prayers that are written or you write your own prayer if you're going to pray publicly in a home group or in a church or it can be a spontaneous prayer. But either way, prayer is prayer if you mean it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. When, uh, when we're not praying is when, I mean, I grew, I grew up, <laughs> we had to say grace. Yeah. That's a prayer before the meal, you know, mm-hmm. very simple. And you do as fast as you can. So I grew up, 
Right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy yeah. Spirit. Amen. Bless us, the Lord, and these gifts we're about to receive through the bounty of Christ, the Lord. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was years before I even asked, "What does that mean?" Because it yeah. didn't. It just. I just knew how to say it, but yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know where the breaks between words and syllables happened. Right. It was Bless more... us, the Lord, and these gifts we're about to receive through the bounty. Bounty. I never used the word bounty as an eight-year-old. Yeah. Okay. So you, 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 yeah. So what you want to get away from is the the non-engaged mm. ritual. Yeah. Of just mouthing stuff. Right, right, right. Yes. Right, so... You want to get away from that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, let me... I'm sorry you're going to say... But Alex, I went through a crisis back in... When I was at Christ for the Nations Institute in 1986 and 87. So it must have been when it, I went through the crisis was 86 because I was first there. And so here we are, we're all Christians and um, in the single men's dorm, probably about 500 students all lived in this one big dorm. Mm. It used to be a Hilton hotel, 10 oh, stories. Wow. So that was it. And then you got the cafeteria and we eat every meal in the cafeteria. And I watch people get their meal. You're in a Christian context. And then they sit down and then they bow their head for like a, uh, three quarters of a second. And then boom, they put the head up after they, and open their eyes. Mm -hmm. It felt like peer pressure. Mm. And it bothered me. I thought, I don't want to do that. And so what I didn't, what I did is I didn't pray for a while. And then I got convicted. <laughs> okay, here, this is where culture can be helpful. Yeah. In any kind of culture, singing culture in the church or, you know what? And, and the culture of praying and giving thanks, it's not just culture, it's also biblical. biblical. Yeah. Everything, and Paul's talking about food there, mm. should, should be welcomed. You can eat it all. As long as you do it with a heart of thanksgiving, mm -hmm. the Lord. Okay, so what I realize is, don't be such an arrogant cuss either that you're so much better than other people. That you don't sit there and close your eyes and bow your head just in case someone's looking at you before you ate your food. And what kind of a Christian are you? It says, use that as a means to commune with me. Mm. And I thought, oh yeah. And, and and so it was it was kind of revolutionary to me to say I Lord I don't want to play here I mean, I even start my my prayer over my meal that way to mm -hmm. myself I don't want to play Lord but you're here aren't you you're right here in my presence mm. oh yeah thank you for this food really Lord and I just I really engaged yeah you know Amen and I go ahead and eat mm -hmm. hang out with people but it was like okay I don't have to be so self righteous the other way no. He, he he just revealed to me, use it as a means of grace to you. Right. But the grace is, will I really engage or just, you know, mouth some words? Right, right. No, uh, we should, we should, Lord, one of my prayers constant is to, Lord, help me hate legalism. Mm -hmm. Help me hate doing perfunctory things within the Christian context. Yeah. Bible reading. Don't let it just be my eyes glossed over mm -hmm. a page, because sometimes that starts to happen. I just, Lord, help me concentrate yeah. this morning. My mind's so wandering. Help. Let me go back and read again, mm. Lord. Okay, and so whether it's Bible reading or no. prayer, use them as means of grace of communing with God, God, because the whole drive of the Christian life at its core. And we're left here as sinful creatures. So we mm -hmm. have so many barriers to this now that we will not have in the resurrection yeah. is to find our contentment no matter what the heck is going on 
around us. Lord, can I find contentment in you? Mm. To, to find yourself in a hard place in child rearing with a kid. To find yourself in a harder place in a marriage. It's not going good that week. Mm. And then to find that over the last hour you spent time with the Lord, you have hope. There's hope that has risen in you about God's sovereign providence and about what's bigger than everything else that's going on around you. Yeah. So. Right. So, again, these podcasts are not the end-all, be-all of this topic. These are things that we want to continue because, again, as a Christian man, as a Christian believer, we got to be reminded all the time about things like, hey, make sure you keep you're praying, make sure you're you're giving time to the Lord, make sure you're reading Bible, make sure you're in communion, make sure you're in community, make sure you go to church. It's something that we got to constantly remind ourselves that these are things that that God in Scripture called us to live like if we are in Christ if we love Christ we have to live in such a way so before we end I do want to encourage because if just for you guys to this this is going to sum up what you know a lot of misconceptions are so I want Pastor Joe because he got a good voice you know I don't want to read it so I want him to read if you can Pastor um, 1 John 5 14 and 15 and so that we can understand, like, basically summing up, if you pray this way, this, this, this is the way the scripture tells us to pray. So go ahead, Pastor. 514. Or wherever you want to start, but, you know, as long as you read 14 15. and 15. <laughs> so Alex wants me to just read this and not preach it. No, wow. hey, you could, you could comment I mean, and that'll be the day. Because it really... <laughs> Go ahead. You can comment. That, that don't worry. Uh, John writes, And this is the confidence that we have toward him. What is the confidence? Here it is. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us and if we know that we excuse me and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him so tell us alex what that means no this is this is where you come in <laughs> the, the thing that helps me the most in trying to grasp what John is saying, because we know that there are many things that we ask that the answer is no, we don't have them. Mm. You know, Aunt Betty died anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what is helpful here is that Jesus, this is the same author now, the Apostle John, son of Zebedee, who wrote what we just read from 1 John 5, mm -hmm. also gave us the narrative or the gospel of John. And he's there with Jesus. And he tells us, Jesus said to them in John 15, verse 7, 
if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then ask whatever you wish Mm -hmm. and it will be done for you. Mm. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Put that together, what John just told us. Mm. If you ask anything according to his will, what is his will? At the core, his will for you is that you bear fruit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of saving faith in Jesus, the fruit that Christ went to the cross to buy, which was to have the Spirit come into your soul and cause you to be born anew. And your direction in life is a whole different path. Paul would describe the fruit of the Spirit as you being more loving, Mm. more joyful in Christ, love and joy, peace and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and and self-control. That's fruit. Yeah. These things should be the core of your prayer. By how? Abiding in Jesus and His truth on how you are to live based upon the truth of the gospel. When that's abiding or living in you, You'll pray that way, Mm. and it'll be done. Mm. He goes on to say in verse 16 of John 15, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask, here it goes, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. Hmm. This is the core of prayer. It's the core. It's the foundation. It's the ongoing. This is it. This is how you have confidence. That in my... What am I asking for? That's Hmm. the one thing. (laughs) Well, you know what? This is what, what, what we talked earlier. The importance of the Scripture in your prayer life. Bible reading and praying, praying and Bible reading to the place you don't even know where one begins and the other ends. That's why it's so important. Because that's what guides your desires. Yes, as we mentioned earlier with the psalm, delight yourself in the Lord. Hmm. That's what we're all desperate for. Right. And he'll give you the desires of the heart. The more you go to the Lord, where, where do you find the Lord? You find the Lord in the Scripture. And if you're a believer... He dwells in you by God the Holy Spirit. Mm. These two are constantly going together, and he is forming what we will ask. And so there's a a, a constant test. Mm -hmm. What do we really want? Right. Do I really just want this temporal thing? Do I really just want that other temporal thing? Do I really just want just, just... let my kids not bother me today. Do I really just want, oh, please give me that spouse? Do you want all those things really more than you want communion with God? Then they might be on the verge of idolatry. Mm. 
It, it, we, we, we can pray for those things, but you don't know what God's will is for you on that one. Mm, right. I mean, I, I remember God. I mean, I didn't know. I, I wanted to be married. It'd be, I think it would be great if I had the right woman. <laughs> and by being in my late 20s, I mean, if it's, you know, do right. you have one for me? I'm not right. sure. Yeah. But when I would pray, God, help me bear fruit today. Help me put down my sinful anger and sinful selfishness. I know I have. I know he hears me. And because I know he hears me, I know that I have that request. There's a difference mm. in, in, in those two. Right. So, yeah, that mic drop. I'm not going to add anything. That was great. A mic drop? Yeah. Like that? Those. Yes, Pastor. Okay. <laughs> But no, thank thank you very much because uh, yeah, I think that's very important to realize that you know why we pray and what prayer is for, you know. And and I just I just want to help people that may, may may have misconceptions or not understand what prayer is for or what it is. That's why I wanted to do this, and it was very helpful. So again, Pastor Joe, thank mm-hmm. you very much for for your time, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Thank you guys. God bless. Mm-hmm.